You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's Tuesday, everybody. Welcome into Locked On Lions on the Locked On Podcast and Network. Matt Derry with you on this Tuesday, May 11th and do Wednesday, May 12th. Welcome in. Thank you for listening as we talk Detroit Lions football with you each and every day. Our broadcast today is sponsored by Peacock and Williamson right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson host Locked On's Peacock and Williamson every Monday through Friday. Brian and Matt give you the national perspective all around the NFL, covering all the latest news and insight on every game, team, and move around the league. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Our friends at Peacock and Williamson right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. By the way, yesterday's episode is up on Apple Podcasts. We seem to be up and running back on Apple. We apologize for the glitch that happened over the last week. So if you are a subscriber and you listen each and every day on Apple or iTunes, we should be back up and running. Follow us on Twitter at Derry Speaks, D E R Y Speaks, at Lockdown Lions on Twitter, and the Matt Derry Facebook fan page. I'll tell you one thing, and we're going to get into the sleeper pick of the Lions for the Lions in the draft and something that Jim Nagy said yesterday, in case you missed it. Also, a first edition of NFL Power Rankings where are the Lions landing when it comes to after free agency and after the draft. And again, free agency is not officially done yet. There's still some players out there, and there will be some June 1 cuts. There will be some June 1 signees. But fans are excited, man. I I, I can't even tell you how many people I've heard from, whether it's on Twitter, whether it's the folks that message me on my fan page on Facebook, and I try to write back as much as I can, Dr. Siegel, Jay, the crew that hits me up on there um, uh, lately, but fans are excited. People are they're, they're, they're ecstatic, really, about the front office, the head coach. People are just, they, they're, they're realistic. You guys as Lions fans know you're dying for something here in Detroit when it comes to your sports teams. Uh, you know, the Red Wings don't even know if they're bringing a coach back that for the last five years hasn't won and has been below 500 every year. Uh, the Tigers are a complete and utter mess. The Pistons are, are in a rebuild and they can't win a game. But at least there's some positivity there. But again, if you watch all the games and you pay attention, it's it's usually a loss every night. The Lions, though, are the team that, man, it just, if this club can get hot, if this club can add some more pieces over the next couple of years and get back to just, you know, a 10, 11 win team, start winning divisions again, a likable man in charge in Brad Holmes, a coach in Dan Campbell. These guys have done numerous interviews. They're transparent. They've been in the community. They're out there talking about how much they love it here. It's refreshing. And so people are excited. No one's saying they're going to win a lot of games this season. But there is an energy around Allen Park right now and with this franchise. And it's good and it's positive. And hopefully it can it can stay that way. Um, you know, that's for sure. Because that would be that would be a nice thing for sure. Um Power rankings. Our friends at theathletic.com decided to rank the teams and go into a first installment. This was written by Shield Kapadia yesterday at theathletic.com. 
And he writes, with the 2021 NFL Draft in the rearview mirror, it's time to break out an updated version of our NFL Power Rankings. Which teams have improved the most? Who are the sleepers to make big leaps forward? Which teams have taken a step back because of their offseason decisions? Here's a look from 1 to 32. No surprise, Tampa Bay Bucks are number one. Many feel that they're going to repeat with Tom Brady. Number two, the Kansas City Chiefs, who, of course, have loaded up on the offensive line this offseason, did a nice job there, keeping Patrick Mahomes upright, etc. They'll be in the mix to get back to the Super Bowl. Buffalo Bills at three. Green Bay Packers at four. Baltimore Ravens at five. All right, not a surprise. Right. Some could make the argument the Ravens are too high. What's going on there? Rams with Matthew Stafford actually at six. So where do the Detroit Lions land in the first edition of the Athletic.com's power rankings? Well, I had to scroll all the way down to the bottom, which is expected. Okay. And at number 32, the worst team in the NFL in these power rankings, the Houston Texans. All right. The Texans are a mess. No one knows if Deshaun Watson's going to play a quarterback or not, whether they're going to trade him, whether he's just... There's talk he could sit out the season based on all of these lawsuits that he's facing with the issues with the, the massage therapist. All right? So his future in the league and with the Texans is uncertain. Houston is god-awful. They're bad. they got a first-year coach, a rookie GM. So no one is surprised that Houston comes in at number 32. Number 31, your Detroit Lions. Now, here's what Shield Kapadia writes. Quote, can we all agree that the Red Zone channel should commit to airing every Dan Campbell postgame press conference live, regardless of what else is happening around the league? The Lions could be pretty good on both sides of the line of scrimmage, but expecting Jared Goff to move the ball effectively with their group of pass-catching options is asking a lot. Detroit is wisely building for the long haul, end quote. Um, Not an unfair assessment. I think we all know that the Lions group of receivers is weak. I am not a Brashad Perriman fan. Uh, I I don't think there's much there. I'm most excited about Amon Ross St. Brown, if anything. They've added a lot of bit players, uh, guys coming off of injury, Cephas is back. But other than that, yes, the Lions are hoping that a couple of these UDFAs, these undrafted free agent rookies, are going to be something. But yes, the Lions wide receiver room is weak. No more Kenny Galladay. No more Marvin Jones. No more Danny Amendola. uh, No more Jamal Agnew, for that matter. So other than TJ Hawkinson and maybe Darren Fells, it's going to be a rough go of it throwing the football for this team this year. But I like the offensive line. I think it's improved. I like the defensive line. I'm worried about the safety spot. Still questioning the linebacking core, which I'm going to talk about in a second. But yes, no one expects Detroit to be very good this season. And so at 31, I get it. They should be the worst team in the NFC. Um, The division, who knows? Right now, if Aaron Rodgers is back and the Packers and, and, and their quarterback bury the hatchet, that's the team that should win the division. Minnesota will not be as bad as they were a year ago, yet they were still around a 500 team. If they get all their defenders back and healthy, 
they should be better. The Bears, who knows? I don't love their roster, but if Justin Fields gets a chance, and that defense still has some playmakers there with Mack and, and Jackson, um, they'll be better than the Lions. As far as who else is near the bottom, well, it's all AFC teams. Houston, Detroit 31, Jets at 30, Cincinnati at 29, Jacksonville at 28, and then the first NFC team other than the Lions in this bottom rung are the Carolina Panthers at 27. Now, tomorrow, we're going to be on tomorrow night after the schedule release comes out. But the Lions have the fifth hardest schedule in the NFL uh, next season, on top of being a rebuilding team. So, yes, I would put Detroit at 31. I think the schedule is going to be tough. NFC West, AFC North, you know, you got to play Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Cleveland. The Rams and Stafford, Seattle, San Francisco is going to be better. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be tough, and then throw in a road trip to Denver, where it's never easy to win with that thin air uh, playing the Broncos on the road. Dave Riegers, Denver Broncos. All right, when we come back, Jim Nagy said something yesterday that was pretty remarkable. We talked to the uh, Reese's Senior Bowl Executive Director and ESPN NFL Draft Analyst about all of the guys on the Lions team, and he just went crazy for one of the Lions picks. And then I'm reading Matt, Dan, Matt Campbell. Dan Campbell said this could be a foundational piece. We'll explain who this is, and you'll hear the audio from uh, Nagy coming up next. Uh, but first, bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season's in full swing. You can track all of the action at bet online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL. And even if you want to start betting on UFC and MMA, you can get it all at betonline.ag. All right? So before the next pitch, head over to bet online on your laptop or mobile device. Check out all the great sports news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Bottom line, too, is when you head to the website or you use that mobile device, you sign up, you'll receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit at betonline.ag. Just use the promo code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All right, everybody. I love talking to Jim Nagy. We've been buddies with Jim for the last few years. He runs the Senior Bowl. He's a Lions fan. He's a Michigander. Um, and he does a great job. He's been an NFL scout for 18 years. He's run the Senior Bowl for the last handful of years. And he knows talent. He knows players. He spends every Saturday in the fall at a college venue scouting players to try to get them to eventually commit to the Senior Bowl. And he watches tape and everything else and invites as many players as he can to that game and then puts those players in great position. So we really appreciate Jim coming on the show yesterday. And if you missed it, please check it out. But I was asking Jim about players that he knew from the Senior Bowl, whether it was Melifonwu or, or, or Panay Sewell or any of these guys that he had at the Senior Bowl. And you know, I get to asking him about Derek Barnes, the Lions' fourth-round pick, Pick 113 overall, um, the linebacker from Purdue. 
six foot one, one hundred eight, uh, two hundred forty-five pounds. Derek Barnes, of course, uh, was a starter as a sophomore at Purdue. Finished with ninety-two tackles, eight tackles for loss, and three sacks. Played defensive end and sort of an outside linebacker spot in the twenty eighteen Music City Bowl. Was more of a pass rush guy as a junior. Had seven and a half sacks and eleven tackles for loss. And then last year, played middle linebacker. Led Purdue with fifty four tackles, five and a half tackles for loss, and was named second team All Big Ten. I love this pick. You guys know how I feel about the Lions linebackers over the last few years. They suck. They've been horrible. And so to get a guy that can run and move, you figure Derek Barnes, if he's in the third round, you take a flyer on a guy like that. Well, the Lions instead, of course, in the third round, had got Aline McNeil and Ify Melifonwu from Syracuse. And so on day three in the fourth round, there's Derek Barnes still sitting there at pick 113, and the Lions go get him. And everybody's like, perfect. Middle linebacker can also rush the passer. Great pick. Great pick. And then we had Jim Nagy on the show yesterday. And take a listen to this back and forth as I asked Jim about Derek Barnes, whom he scouted and whom he had at the Senior Bowl. Uh, take a listen to this. This is from yesterday's Lockdown Lions. But Derek is a guy that really rose up for us this year. Um, you know, when we did him over the summer at Purdue, they used him uh, mostly as a, as, a, as a guy in the line of scrimmage, brought him off the edge a bunch, so you saw his pass rush. Uh, but then this year they moved him back off the ball, which where he played as an underclassman, and uh, you really saw the instincts. And it was, it was something that got better really over the course of the year. So you, now you've got an instinctive guy that can run and hit off the ball, um, also has pass rush versatility. And in terms of the guys we had in Mobile this year, um, you know, you could count on one hand. He's on that really short list of guys that uh, I think it's a safe bet he's going to be a Lions captain at some point um, in short order. He's mature off the charts. He's very focused. He's very driven. Um, you meet him, you feel like you're meeting a grown man, not a, a young guy coming out of college. So, um, just bring the ton to the table, and he, he didn't just rise up for us. I mean, he's a re- he's a guy that got really hot late in the fall uh, with NFL teams that we that we spoke to. I mean, everyone was starting to get on the Derek Barnes bandwagon. So another guy that got him in the fourth, probably got him around earlier. I didn't think I didn't think Derek could get out of day two. Um, I thought he'd go somewhere in the third. So um, that linebacker run happened a little late. I think that that's a position you can get starters. You know, in the fourth and fifth round, typically, just because teams don't don't take off the ball backers, it's just not a, a valued position. It's kind of like running back. So, um, to me, he's a guy. I, I do think Derek's going to be a starter, and I don't think it's going to take him too long to get there. Wow, future captain. That's uh, that's kind words, Jim. Matt, you're going to love him, man. Like, wait till you meet this guy. Wait till he shows up at training camp and stuff, and you meet this guy. He's going to be a fan favorite because he's probably going to do a bunch in the community. And he's just uh, he's just a stud of a person. Like, you you walk away from meeting him, and you're like, wow, is that kid? He's really, really impressive guy, really sharp guy. How about that? Jim Nagy saying, future captain of the defense. Future captain, great guy. So you're sitting here going, all right, this is cool. Like, the Lions might have found a enormous steal at linebacker. <laughs> then I hear Dan Campbell 
on Sirius XM NFL Radio, the Lions head coach talking about the draft class, and he sort of reiterates the same type of thing in terms of Derek Barnes. I want to let you in on that conversation uh, coming up next. First, rockauto.com, all right? Hey, with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, cars, trucks, it's now impossible to stock up on all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront, all right? Why endure pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning, walking around the store, got to still wear your mask and leave the house? Why don't you go to rockauto.com, order your auto parts, and they'll be delivered right to your door at a great price, right? It's amazing. Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers, not rockauto.com. Their price is the same for everybody. It's a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to the website rockauto.com. Shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They got everything you need, including a new carpet for your car. If you need floor mats, get them at rockauto.com. Best of all, prices are always reliably low. And the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now. See everything you need. Write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. All right, so uh, Dan Campbell was on a Sirius XM NFL radio last week. And they asked him about, <coughs> excuse me, his draft class. Mm. Take a little water break here. And Dan Campbell says about Derek Barnes. All right. He believes that Barnes could be, quote, a foundational piece for the defense. He's got so much room to grow. He can run. He's tough. He's smart. 34-inch arms, so he comes downhill and can shed blocks. We all think he can grow into something special. His character reeks of success. End quote. How about that? Now, Campbell even said he reminds him of Demario Davis, who's a pretty darn good linebacker for the Saints. Um, John Ledyard said that uh, on Twitter at, at Ledyard NFL Draft of the Draft Network. Like, this is ridiculous. Did the Lions get the steal of the draft in the fourth round? Like, this is where this franchise has failed over the last few years. Middle round picks. Fifth round pick. Fourth, and I know Kenny Galladay was a really good third round pick. All right? Really good. And he got his money from the Giants. But linebackers and, you know, Killebrew, Tavai, the list goes on and on. Jared Davis in the first round. Jalen Rees-Maben. They just haven't worked. They just haven't been good. 112 players were taken before this guy. And now Dan Campbell's saying, we can put him out there right now. Foundational piece in the fourth round. That's where you win. That's where Brad Holmes and the Rams and Les Snead, their general manager, that's where they won over the years. Drafting guys like this, you put them out there and you're winning football games. So I'm very, very excited to see what Derek Barnes, number 55, wearing Stephen Tullock's old number, is going to look like for this football team. What if, what if 
Barnes, Melifonwu, McNeil, Onzerike. What if these guys all pan out? I know it's the Lions. I know about Lions luck. I also know about Lions leather. But I seriously, these guys pan out and get and, and start playing and get coached up by Aaron Glenn and the defensive staff. Maybe they will win more games than I think. But I'm excited to see what they look like. I'm excited. All right. NFL schedule released tomorrow. We will be on tomorrow night. So the pod will come out a little bit later tomorrow. So get ready for that. This has been the Tuesday edition of Locked On Lions. We'll talk to you again tomorrow night.